the best natural sleep aid is a schedule. Your body adapts to what you do on a regular basis and the hormones will follow suit. So you need to come up with rhythmic patterns and really be on a schedule. And that's the best way to be able to get a, a healthy sleep. I am a woman on a mission that is dedicated to teaching you just how powerful your body was built to be. I like to do that by bringing you the latest science, the greatest thought leaders, and applicable steps that help you tap into your own internal healing power. The purpose of this podcast is to give you the power back and help you believe in yourself again. My name is Dr. Mindy Pels, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Okay, Resetters, I have another awesome conversation for you. In this episode, we're going to dive into sleep, but we're going to do it from an angle you have maybe never thought about, and that is the position in which you sleep. So this gentleman you're going to see has an incredible amount of energy. I love his passion for life. I love his passion for sleep. I love his mission of wanting to serve the world through better sleep. This is Dr. Peter Martone, and he is the founder of a very unique pillow called the Neck Nest. What is intriguing about this conversation and what you're going to hear is he has some incredible research and clinical experience showing that the position we sleep in will determine how much deep sleep we get, will determine if our parasympathetic nervous system can actually regenerate and repair at night. It will affect our heart rate variability, which we've thought we've talked a lot about here on this podcast. And when I heard him give a presentation at a seminar I was at in March, I have heard a lot on sleep, but I have never heard somebody show, prove, talk about the sleep position as being the end-all, cure-all for many of the chronic conditions that are affecting us. So I'm really excited for this conversation uh, and to bring it to you guys because I know so many of you deal with insomnia. I know a lot of you guys have anxiety. I know that a lot of you have chronic pain and perhaps you've never thought about the position in which you sleep. So this is Dr. Peter Martone. He is trained as an exercise physiologist, a nutritionist, and a chiropractor. He's got an amazing personality, which you will see in this interview. We had some good laughs together. And he has a product that the world needs. There's a ton to learn in this episode. So we talk about weighted blankets. We talked about if you elevate your, your bed. We talked about sleep rituals. So if you're struggling with sleep, there is a lot that you can dive into and learn from from Dr. Peter and the conversation I had with him. Enjoy. Hey, Resetters, as we step into the new year, I am so thrilled to invite you on an extremely transformative journey with me in my Reset Academy. So check this out. If you're ready to kickstart your fasting and health journey, which I know so many of you have reached out to us and asked how you customize a fasting lifestyle for you, my Reset Academy is the absolute best place to be. So here's what you get in the Academy, and I like to think of it in terms of a complete picture. So imagine being surrounded by people who understand your journey, who are passionate for fasting, who want to lift you up and will support you every step of the way. My Academy is not just me, my team, but it is an incredible group 
of people that are all dedicated to building fasting lifestyles and supporting each other in it. This is why I created the Reset Academy. So when you join, you gain access to all the exclusive calls where my team and I share the latest insights, we answer your burning questions, and we guide you towards your health goals. That's not it. We didn't stop there. By becoming a member, you're not just investing in a membership, but you're investing in yourself. I am such a fan of setting you up to win this year. And my academy is the best place I know to do that. I want to keep you focused. I want you to customize this for you. And I want you to succeed at your health goals this year. End of story. So if you're ready to unlock your fullest potential and embrace a fasting lifestyle, join me. If it feels good, join me. And let's make this year an incredible year for us all. So all you got to do is go visit drmindypels.com slash Reset Academy to become a member. I can't wait to welcome you. I can't wait to see you on the Zoom calls. I can't wait to be in community with you. And most importantly, let's get your health goals handled and let's do this together. It's so much better together. Together. So that's drmindypels.com slash Reset Academy. Excited to see you there. Here's, here's where I really want to start this conversation is insomnia. I have been blown away from being on social media platforms, how many people are struggling with sleep. So, uh, you know, you, if you could just bring us up to speed, I know you have a very structural ap- approach to sleep loss, but bring my audience up to, sl- up to speed on why so many people are struggling with sleep. All right, so this is fantastic. I was at a graduation party this weekend, and one of, somebody came up to me, guy Danny. We'll just call him Danny, okay, Mindy? Yes, that works. He came up and he's like, "Doc, you got to help me with sleep. I just I can't sleep. Like I have been having such a tough time sleeping." And I'm like, Danny, you want to do this here? And in the middle of the, the, the party, I'm like, I'll, I'll do whatever you want. And there were people, there were people standing around. And I said, all right, Danny, tell me, like, how do you sleep? What's the position you sleep in? Mm. He's like, I, I sleep on my stomach. And he's like, I know that's oh, not no. good. I'm like, all right, Danny, what I want you to do is if you can, do you think you could watch a two-hour movie on your stomach Oh. And he's like, no, absolutely not. I'm like, well, then you're, st- how long can you stay in your stomach for watching that movie? He's like, at ah, 15 minutes. I'm like, you're starting the night off to fail, right? Mm. You're starting it out to toss and turn all night long. And he's like, but that's the only place I, that's the only way I can get to sleep. And I'm like, it is because you feel vulnerable. You feel that you are, are scared when you're sleeping you don't feel you don't feel like you're protected. He's like, oh my god. He's like, that's exactly what it is. He's like, if I sleep in any other position, I feel like somebody's going to come in and stab me, or or somebody's going to open up my door. And and that is really what the root cause of sleeping issues are. Like fundamentally, yeah. we need to be able to set up a sleep sanctuary where we mm-hmm. feel comfortable, we feel safe in our environment. And then create an environment with techniques to help us feel safe in any position. Mm-hmm. So, so when you when you're looking at 
insomnia. You're looking at being able to get to sleep, stay asleep and wake up well rested. You need to make sure that fundamentally sleep is a place where you can relax and just be Mm. because stress kills sleep. Yep. And look at what we're going through right now, Mindy, right? With, right. you know, COVID and this last year that we've been in, is this world getting less stressful or is it getting yeah. more stressful? <laughs> no. And, and, and we need to, you know, come up with some techniques, which we'll talk about, but really ultimately the people are having a difficult time sleeping right now because of the state of where we're at. So how do you change your state, though? Because let's say your day has been completely stressed, uh, stressful. Uh, you sit down, you plop, you turn the news on. Now you're even more stressed. How do you and then you decide it's bedtime and you and you try to plop into bed, to go to sleep. There has to be one thing I'm learning for myself about sleep is that I've got to start thinking about it earlier in the day so that I set myself up to succeed. But if the world, if you're living in a stressful world, how are you going to be able to calm your nervous system down to sleep? What let's let's look at like the animal kingdom, because I love looking at the animal kingdom. And let's look more in particular, the ostrich. What does the ostrich do to feel protected? Hides in the woods. It sticks its head in the sand. Right. (laughs) So when it feels that it's in danger, it sticks its head in the sand. It doesn't matter if it's, I mean, obviously that's not a great solution for us to do, but it feels protected with darkness, with pressure, pressure around its Mm. head. So, so what I teach my, my clients and my patients is let's set up a head garage type of thing or use pressure. That's where weighted blankets come in. That's where I love my weighted blankets. Things come in. So, so for instance, if somebody is sleeping, can you see? Oh yeah, you can see me. Look, yeah, I can gonna, see you. This is going to be like interactive. We're going to go back. You're to not going to fall asleep on me, are you? I, I know. Listen, I want this to be a sleep <laughs> interview that doesn't put you to sleep. Okay, so we need to need to make sure it's entertaining. So, yeah. so like the ostrich, you can like lie on your back here. And then you can put something right over your head, right? Okay. And then you use pressure on your chest. Use pillows. I don't care if you need a whoopee. Get yourself a teddy bear again and, and hug it. But make yourself feel protected in that state. And then the anxiousness that you feel about being exposed will start to uh, will start to settle you down. You have to create... Because a lot of people don't have the self-discipline of the mind to be able to clear their minds. Right. So the first thing we do is physically set up the environment, lock your door, set, put an alarm on, put something over your head, put pressure on your chest, and just set up a nice, calming, neutral space. So, so it's not really a mindset change. It's a, it's a body change. You're trying to tell your body you're, to calm down, which in turn will tell the mind, oh, we're safe. Yeah. Look at like, how do you feel? Let's say you put yourself in a place where you're on like the Tobin Bridge in Boston. There's a lot of traffic going by. People are beeping versus putting yourself, you know, in the Grand Canyon on a mountain in the middle of just bliss. When the surrounding around you changes, your state will will follow that. So so there are other techniques where we all hear about, um, let's say, aromatherapy, right? Aromatherapy, mm-hmm. you can yep. use scents to relax you. 
well, I tried that for years to try I to like figure out what scent it did. And I'm, I'm yeah. a, I'm like a scientific brain and I, and I analyze and analyze, but I, it, it wasn't until I meditated on a regular basis with a specific scent. Mm. Then when I used that scent outside of meditation, my brain connected relaxation with that scent. So you okay. got to train your brain with sense. So there are different techniques that we use to be able to help people feel safe and and and, and calm them down to protect them. Yeah, that's brilliant. I've I've actually heard that with sense that um, trying to get information in and they're using they they ha- use a scent and then when they go to take a test like a student and they use that same st- scent, it actually solidifies the information that they were learning as they were studying. So scents can be used like that, but I never thought to do the scent earlier in the day, calm myself down, and then use it at night as a trigger to go to sleep. Yeah, so I was I was um, doing well. Okay. My studies are all done on me, right? So so they're done on me and my patients. So right. I was trying to I was trying to see how fast I could get my heart rate down, and I, that's what how I was using scents. And, and I found that when I was able to, once I meditated with a specific scent, then I used that scent, it, like later on in the day, I would calm my, it would calm amazing. my heart rate. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So you're saying, cause I've interviewed a lot of hormone experts on this podcast. And what I hear you saying is that it's not so much the preparation of sleep, but it's what you tell your body when you get into bed, you need to tell your body when you get into bed. Your and your brain, we're safe. We can go to sleep. Is that the way you look at it? Yeah. So let's look at me as more the practical application person. Yeah, of I see life, that. Right. Ah. And, okay. And there are a lot of people that that dive into the hormones and then they pull out the hormones and they try to regulate the hormones. But when we take like instead of microbiotics, when you eat, I'm the macro guy that says eat within your environment. Right? right, and whatever you eat within your environment in season has to be healthier than eating a pineapple, you know, from the other side of the world. Right, right. so when when you look at lifestyle, is like so. Somebody posed me the question, like they're like, "What's the best natural sleep aid?" And I said, "The best natural sleep aid is a schedule." So, mm. so you need to set up your body adapts to what you do on a regular basis, and the hormones will follow suit based on adapting to your lifestyle. So you need to come up with rhythmic patterns and establish those patterns ritualistically and really be on a schedule. And that's the best way to be able to get a a healthy sleep, I guess, score if it's an aura ring or healthy, a healthy, good, healthy sleep is uh, is setting up regular patterns. So going to bed and getting up at the same time is very important. Yes, going to bed, getting up at the same time, and then, as always, get sun when you can. Um, yeah. We're really tied in. Exercise is important, not yeah. too late, right? right? You don't want to exercise like right, right before you go to bed. You'll you'll you'll, you'll kill your sleep patterns. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, different. now now talk about sleep position because I know that this is like a new concept that I actually hadn't thought about from a deep sleep from a restorative sleep perspective. I knew that sleeping in, and let's, we'll also, uh, let's educate our listeners on why you shouldn't sleep on your stomach. I knew sleeping on your stomach wasn't great for your neck, but what I learned from you when I listened to you talk in March was that 
sleeping on your back is such a powerful way to get a deeper quality sleep. And I had never thought about that. So let's talk about the structure of how we sleep and why it's so important. All right. Now, so we're going to talk about the structure by give. I want to tell you how I zigzagged into the sleep industry because understanding the structure really is what brought me to where I am today in sleep. I mean, I'm an exercise physiologist, love biomechanics and kinesiology. That was my undergrad degree. I'm a nutritionist. I'm a chiropractor. And now I'm a sleep expert. How the heck did that happen? Well, well, in in working with, with patients, now I've been in practice 21 years, but at the time, 15 years, you know, we, people always had the same patterns. They were coming in with neck and back pain and I was adjusting mm. them till I was blue in the face. And I like, as I had a chiropractor with a little hidden secret is I had back pain every day of my practice. I had back pain all the time. And it was a, a kind of a humbling place to be because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm helping, trying to help people with back pain and I had it myself. And it wasn't until a day when I was on my mountain bike and I attributed it to mountain biking and skydiving and doing all the and hang gliding and, and rock climbing. I was so hard on my body over the years playing sports. So I said, like, oh, it's normal, normal pain, right? It wasn't until I herniated my disc. I was in the emergency room. I was on Dilaudid because I couldn't feel my legs. I was in so much pain. And I started, I knew it was a really bad place for me because I, I had I had a shoulder issue, right? I had back issues. I always had pain. And I'm like, how did it come to this? I, as a chiropractor, am on a bed in the emergency room, hooked up to what I tell people not to take. And I needed it because I had so much pain. I couldn't, I couldn't Crazy. stand it. And and I said, something, something's got to give. How can I be at this low place in my life? Fear from my practice and being able to, you know, have a healthy spine again. And I, I knew there was a pattern. I didn't know what it was. So when I started being able to get mobile, I reviewed 2,000 x-rays. And I found that the pattern was this. It's whenever you lose the cervical curve in your neck, and, and, and just to reiterate, a curve in your neck is supposed to be not your neck supposed to be nice and curved. Your spines, your spine should be curved. That's the spring. That's the shock absorbers. Most people think the discs are, but it's not. So once you lose the curve in your neck and your head comes forward due to, you know, being on a computer all day, due to texting, due to poor sleeping position, your body compensates from that by putting a scoliosis in your spine. So when you lose, and I believe it's because the body's taking dural pressure off of the spine. So when you lose this, you pick up this. So I was walking around with this curve in my spine because I had a bad curve in my neck. And I was a back sleeper, but I was using a pillow under my head like this. And propping your your head more forward. Propping my head forward. Basically, this is kind of my airway picture that I show, but I was using a pillow under my head and I wasn't supporting the proper cervical curve in my neck. So I said, holy mackerel, could could that be, could it be that easy? So what I did is I started stuffing towels underneath my neck when I slept. And I know that the spine is like clay. It can be remolded. 
the older we are and the more scar tissue or degeneration we have, the harder it is to mold that clay, but it can still be remolded. So I, instead of working on my lower back, I was working on my neck, bringing it back. And all of a sudden something amazing happened. My disc problem went away and I've never had back pain again since. Crazy. Because what happens is I fix this and then I took the rotation and the pressure off of my lower back. What's fascinating to me about that is if I, I probably have spent thousands of dollars on the right pillow, <laughs> like ordered every pillow on the market and none of them go under your neck or they were just way too rigid there. It was like the pillows that supported a good neck curve were so, uh, so stiff so talk a little bit about why the pillow makes such a big difference, because I think most people don't realize that. So w- one of the reasons we toss and turn all night long is because the body's in pain. Your pain center and your sleep center are right next door to each other. So whenever your body senses pain, you move. So mm-hmm. if you give, and remember I said the body is like clay, it will mold to the position that you put it in. So if you give me a side sleeper, right, and you try to watch TV like this for two hours, you're going to have to move because your body is going to be in pain, but your body will adapt. You give me a side sleeper, I'll give you a shoulder problem. You give me a side sleeper, so I'll give you a hip issue. I'll give you a, I'll give you a labrum pull. I'll give you back pain because your body's molding. We have eight hours a night to, to, to reverse the damaging effect of what we did all day long. And that we can do it while we're sleeping. That's crazy. So, so yeah. So what basically happens is, is when you use a lot of these cervical pillows, there's like a, it's their foam and then there's a hole for your head, but it still supports your head in their, in their heart. When somebody uses a neck nest, when the neck nest breaks in, it's like, you know, it, it's a it's a pillow that we we came. But when we use a neck nest, it's so soft. People it's think it's crazy lost soft. It's support. <laughs> yeah, which is really the opposite because you're only trying to support three inches, right? And that's at max the three inches from the bed to the base of your neck. So when you lie down, you got to put it the right way, right? So when you lie down, your, your head should kind of just hang out there. And you're using your head as a weight, right? And then you just lie down there. And my body is in a neutral position where I could, if there's a TV on the ceiling, I could stay in that position for eight hours. I don't toss and turn at all. And it took a while to do that. No, I want to, I want to talk about that because again, the logic is beautiful. (laughs) I totally hear you. And I will tell you, I'm a side sleeper. I used to be a stomach sleeper. I'm now a side sleeper. And one of the things that really hit me when I heard you speak in March was that forward head syndrome. If you're already having to deal with that text neck or being at a computer too much, that when you're sleeping on your side, you're only reinforcing that curled position forward. 
I'd never really even thought about that. And I mean, as, the, as we age, that's the last thing we want is to like curl into a little hunchback. We want to be much more open and get our, our shoulders back more. So how do you go from being a stomach sleeper or a side sleeper to being a back sleeper? Because I haven't, I haven't <laughs> conquered that yet. One hour a night is how you do it. You, like I tell my patients in, in my sleep community, my sleep tribe, just the, the light member, we talk about habits. It's setting up the habit. You only need to stay on your back for one to two hours a night at the beginning. Then going on your side, do it. Because your spine needs to adapt to being a back sleeper. So, okay, one hour a night. And yeah. if, you know, a lot of people have those elevated beds and they I can't love those. Yes. like them. Okay, so you can't, they can't sleep without it. So you're just saying, put a pill, the, and we'll, we'll dive into the neck nest here in a moment, but you're saying, put it under your, under your neck with the elevated bed. Yeah. So elevate your bed roughly. I mean, I know it. So you lift up the bed or you, or you can use a six to seven inch bed wedge. Okay. Um, so it's about five to eight degrees elevation. Now the problem is, is then people who sleep on their side, it's a lot easier to keep your jaw shut or your airway closed because mm. your chin is tucked. And that's what's destroying your spine, by the way, because when your chin's tucked, you're reversing the cervical curve. Um, so we need to now be able to adjust the airway. Mm -hmm. So if you're sleeping on your back, a lot of people will start snoring because they're not used to uh, being able to keep the airway shut uh, in that position. So the research uh, from, from surgical rooms, when somebody's under anesthesia, the head position plays an extremely important role in being able to open up your airway. So when people sleep on their back, with, and it's called the jar angle, when people sleep on their back, what ends up happening is they use a pillow, which is defined as a support for their head, and their chins are tucked, their chins are tucked which right. closes down the jaw, which closes down the airway, and they'll start snoring. When you use a neck nest or something under your neck, now your airway is open. Now we need to just just be. Now we need to just train the person how to keep that shut. You can use a pillow underneath your jaw. You can use sleep tape over your mouth. You can suck the the tongue to the roof of the mouth to keep it closed. There are different techniques, but that's one of the biggest things to get used to is being able to keep that airway closed. So I'm laughing because if you saw my sleep setup, I've got a chili pad underneath my bed so I get the temperature right. I've got like three or four blankets and then a weighted blanket. I've got aircon on max in the room. Now I'm going to put a neck nest and some mouth tape. Um, my marriage may not survive through all of that. Well, you know, when you sleep, I just want to let you know it's your time, Mindy. Okay, <laughs> wake okay. time could be you and your husband's time, but this is a this is a sacred place. In you order for it. you to be who you are at a million percent energy as as you are, you need to. So you're an iPhone that has every app on during the day. You are <laughs> you, you require so much performance out of that that little that machine of yours. You oh, need to funny. plug in and recharge or you can't be the best you. 
Oh and uh, I love it. So I, I love, love it. it. You, you need okay. to reset, as you would say. I'm going to I'm going to say that next time somebody says to me, hey, you need more self-care. I'm going to be like, no, I just need to close down some of the apps. that yeah. <laughs> I've turned on. <laughs> I love it. So, OK, now talk to me about some of the science. So, you know, my brain goes to, OK, I'm looking at you on the pillow and I'm thinking, yeah, I can see where you open up the the pathways. I'm also know that when we sleep, our brain shrinks at night. And so we end up getting more cerebral spinal fluid. Do we have any studies that are showing that when you sleep on your back with a good pillow, your brain heals? I know you have like x-rays where you're seeing pre and post changes to the cervical curve. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So let's look at, at, at the research, right? And when, when we look at the research, a lot of the research says that's, or, or the, the, the major research study that is quoted states that it, you get better glymphatic drainage or, or, or drainage, cerebral spinal fluid drainage, sleeping on your side, right? So side sleeping. So I went out and I looked at that study that was done in 2015. I looked it up. And at the beginning of that study, there's a significant statement that it seems like everybody is reading over. And like, well, what's the significant statement? Well, it says that we understand that this study was done on rats, but we're extrapolating that the same sleeping position is best for humans. And then, blah, 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 glymphatic drainage here, here, here. This is increased when this and increased with this. So I'm going to show you something, Mindy. These are the two spines uh, in the, for those of you that are looking. Oh, my gosh. The, the one on this side uh, is a rat. And the, uh, the one on the other side is the human spine. Look at the cervical curve in the human spine. See how it goes in this position here? Yep. Look at the cervical spine in the rat. Completely it opposite. Complete is completely opposite. So like dogs and, and rats, they have a cervical spine that nobody, like when you're looking at the data, you can choose to look at certain aspects of it and ignore other aspects. I looked at it and I said, it is no way. The, 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 the surface area of a human is greatest when you're lying on your back. So your weight is distributed over the greatest surface area. On a rat, its surface area is greatest on its side. So when you're looking at the way that they sleep, they, they, they're designed to sleep in a different position that we were. So I look at the, the, when I look at a study or when I look at the, the structure and how we're supposed to sleep, I don't look at the glymphatic drainage because that's going to happen. It's marginally better hmm. in a rat on your side. I look at the damage to your cervical spine because your brain with movement is where you get the most amount of flow. Yes, breathing creates a little flow at night, but when you get up, everything in the body is supposed to swell. That is how it. That is how we're designed to hmm. happen. And you're supposed to move and pump all that lymph out during the day when you're mobile and you're moving. So moving is the greatest area of 
of flow and, and of nurturing of the spine and in, 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 the, in the brain itself. So when I look at the study, I say, well, what, I'm not looking at that as a variable. I'm looking at the destroyed cervical structure that's happening in people's lives that are causing parasympathetic imbalance in their nervous systems and, and, and looking at how can we as a world create a healthier spine and you can't do it on your side. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. I love the way you explain that because I dive into studies all the time and they make these claims on the top of the art of the study. And you're like, it's easy to get hooked in to the sensational headline. But when you dive in, there's always some little nuance that people aren't looking at. So that that was, I feel like you need a mic drop on that rat (laughs) explanation. Go back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You go back to sleep now. So I've teamed up with Tony Horton. Do you know Tony Horton? He was the creator of P90X, one of the most revolutionary at-home fitness programs. And we created together a new fitness program called Power Sync 60. And it is literally, this program's never been done. It is a revolutionary 60-day program for both men and women. So here's why I want you to join us is that we literally created PowerSync 60 with you in mind. So it doesn't matter if you're a cycling woman, a postmenopausal woman, or a man. One of the things I brought to Tony was that when we work out, we have to think about our hormones. And he had never done that in the millions of workouts that he's created in his lifetime. We also included a free bonus meal plan and a customized tailor way you can eat right for yourself. Also, of course, we put some fasting in there and it was a beautiful meeting of the minds. So I, it, this is like a passion project that I'm so excited to share with you. And in order to get it, all you got to do is visit drmindy.org and use the code PS60PELS. So PS60 and then my last name, PELS, P-E-L-Z, to get 20% off and you get lifetime access to the program. So that's drmindy.org and you use the code PS60PELS to join all of us. I'm actually doing this myself right now. So come join me, my community on this incredible journey. I am so proud to bring this to you. Talk about HRV. So the other thing that I'm thinking is that we're in forward head posture all day. We are stressed from the world being stressful. We are in this sympathetic dominant state and we are not only destroying our spines, but our nervous systems are so anemic of the relaxation uh, part of it. So what I also gathered from you the first time I heard you speak on this is Sleeping is supposed to be the time that we're enhancing the parasympathetic nervous system. But if you're on your side or you're on this on your stomach, you may not be getting parasympathetic response. You may be staying in a sympathetic dominant state. Is that accurate? Yeah, I mean, many. This is really everything, right? In order, like regulating how well your body's able to shift from sympathetic to parasympathetic. Stay in, in parasympathetic in heel. So we have di- two different nervous systems, in, and I'm sure you've explained this to your to your uh, listeners. And they're they're in, they need to be in balance 
on each other. So one of the one nervous system, which is sympathetics, are are designed to help you survive, help you live, help you react. And then the other nervous system is to help you thrive, right? So it's survive versus thrive. So a cell cannot be in growth in defense at the same time. They're, they're, they're in, in counteraction. So in order to, you can't run from a tiger and, and have sex behind a tree at the right. same time. You can't eat a big meal and go, go for a marathon swim, right? Because there are certain systems in your body and, and it's really interesting when somebody has a problem, they don't have, they have a problem, multiple systems, they, it's because they're all connected. They don't, they don't have an issue with like the digestive tract or the reproduction issue or hormone irregularity. They have a balance issue in their nervous system or in their state. So, so if you are in sympathetic state where you, you, it doesn't matter if your brain thinks you're running from a tiger or you are running from a tiger, you're in this survival state. That's you running all your apps at the same time. (laughs) So the, Contrary to that, or the opposite, is the thrive state, is where your body grows and repairs. So the the growth systems, the major ones, is reproductive system, immune system, and digestive system. So how many people have hypersensitivities? They have asthma. They have hormonal imbalances. They they have gas and bloating, diarrhea, constipation, because they have a suppressed thrive state. The sympathetic states are cardiovascular. That's that's brain and the, the blood in the front part of your brain where you're thinking, you're in control, you're reactive, you're moody. That's like the sympathetic state. We live here. Yeah. You live here over a long period of time and you just keep suppressing and beating yourself up internally. So there's something that's called heart rate variability. It is a sense. So if you live in the sympathetic dominance for so long and you're suppressing your parasympathetic or your thrive system, you're going to drop what's called your autonomic activity index. Your flame starts burning lighter and lighter Mm -hmm. and lighter and starts withering away. Think about like a big fire. And then over a period of time, when it starts to wither away, you just get this little flame. So that's what's happening inside to people as a, as a state. And that's why we get sick. That's why we get COVID. We don't get COVID because somebody coughed on us. We, we get COVID because we run ourselves down and then we get sick. So it's, uh, that's, the, uh, that's the inside out. We need to be more focused on ourselves. So when you wake up, you can take your heart rate variability and you can get a score. And that gives you how well you were rested, how ready you are for that day. So when my patients ask me, doc, how much sleep do I need? I'd say, well, first you need to get a heart rate variability monitor. Yes. Just put it on, do wear it for a couple of weeks. Give me your number, your average number. And I'll tell you if it's enough. You want heart rate variability numbers to be high. So yes. you need more sleep. Or if somebody's heart rate variability numbers off the charts, they can get away with five, six, seven hours of sleep. I need nine hours of sleep because I just, I run like you, just, I'm a machine in my head and I'm always thinking. And, and from the time I wake up to the time I fall asleep, I'm always on go. And it requires a lot of downtime for me to be able to maintain my energy. 
So have you seen changes in your heart rate variability and your patient's heart rate variability just from changing the position of their sleep? Just changing your sleep position, 25 to 30%. That's crazy. I I mean, again, my aha of this discussion is that I have always known, gosh, if I've been under a lot of stress, I need to sleep more. That makes logical sense. But when you wake up and you're not rested, when you zoom into the next day, I never really thought that just because I am sleeping doesn't mean my nervous system is repairing. And what I hear you saying is if you are curled in a ball, you're on your stomach, you're sleeping, you're tossing and turning, but your nervous system isn't repairing. Is that accurate? Yeah. And it, uh, and it, it you know, it is accurate. T- I need to be until we see the data, right? So, yeah. so some people get good quality sleep when they're on their side, but most people toss and turn all night long. Um, and there, there's so many variabilities to that. What I, what I like to do is I like to kind of pull everything back and say, if, what is the most neutral position I can put somebody in? What's the most, what's, what gives them the highest percent chance of being well-rested and not moving all over the place and what's going to improve the structure? What's the best mold for their spine to be in? And we start there. Right. And once we start there, it might not work the first night, maybe not the first week, maybe not the first month. But as we do that over a long period of time, you will start to see spines transform. Like Mindy, you and me, we, we really understand the, the atlas, right, which controls the parasympathetic nervous system. It's the top bone in the human body. It is the one that the brainstem really comes down and sits right on. So when you look at and for those of you that are listening, I'm going to show an x-ray of an atlas that is out of alignment causing this patient had a lot of digestion issues, reproductive issues. Um, she had, you know, a lot of anxiety. She was living in that sympathetic dominant state, which was amplified by her atlas misalignment. So that's the one right here. It's jammed right up underneath the yes. occiput. It's Touching. almost touching the skull. And then afterwards, after we changed our sleeping position and we adjusted her, now you can see it's in complete alignment. Her entire life changed just by changing her sleeping position. So if you can change the Atlas with a sleeping position, then my thought is you can change, you can lower blood pressure. You could overcome constipation like things that we are throwing either medications or even supplements at, if you can just change the pillow and change the Atlas, you're going to change some major pieces to the body. Absolutely. And, and let's look at, let's look at the spine like clay, right? Mm. So if we look at the spine like clay, the harder the clay is, the more difficult it is for that Mm -hmm. clay to remold. So hard clay in the body is degeneration, is scar tissue, is old injuries. So what happens is somebody that is older has a more difficult time to to reshape their clay because there are more pressure points and the body fights it a little bit more. Chiropractic care, in a sense, what we can do chiropractically is we can take your clay and we can put it in water. 
that makes it more moldable. But just like me, I was getting adjusted, but I still had back pain. If you expose your clay to the same mold, you'll just still have the same patterns and you'll be dependent on care to keep yourself out of Forever. pain. Yeah, well said. So, so that is why I love couple and chiropractic care with using a neck nest, because what happens is they get the benefit with the adjustment, they take their clay, they put it in water, and they are able to restructure their spine a lot quicker by adding both of those two things together. Do you see that your patients hold their adjustments better? The corrective work that you do need less corrective work when they are using the proper pillow? Absolutely. Without a doubt. It is, it's fantastic. Once somebody starts to create a new mold for their spine and that I I was that when I was thinking about the name, right? The name neck nest, what the heck is a nest? It's like, it's like, it's a place for your head to nest every night. You know what I mean? It's like, I love it. The soft little nest that you put your neck. That's why I called it neck nest. I was thinking about neck pod, but the pods were already used, you know, like, like, uh, you know, the, 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 what was it like the neck molds, but that, that doesn't sound, sound good. So that's why we came up with the neck nest, but it really is. It's really, you got to look at your pillow, like look at in the 1500s, right. You know, you know, one of the, one of the campaigns that we were working on is, did we get it wrong? Where Mm. in the 1500s, when you look at what they use for a pillow and then now modern day pillows have evolved to a soft, fluffy support for your head. When you go back to the original 1500s pillow, it was a block of wood underneath your neck. That's right. To, to yep. support your neck. They cared about wrinkles, but I mean, you know, it's, it's but it, it's still, um, I, I believe we got it wrong. We're trying to bring it back to structure and be able to, to, to I mean, we bring, we may get these really comfortable beds to be able to allow us to adapt to these poor sleeping positions and it's destroying our spines. Yeah. It's comfort is not comfort. It destroys a lot of things in our life, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is how we got an obesity problem because yeah. everybody has access to food. So we made our beds so soft, Every, you know, people aren't sleeping well. I love it. I love that idea. So if you, I, I, I'm again thinking about the application of this and I want to just sort of walk our listeners through this. So what I hear is you can use a pillow like the neck nest to balance your nervous system out and increase your HRV. You can use it to overcome forward head syndrome, which is where your head is, is coming forward from all the texting and the, and the, and the computer work. But then what I'm also hearing in your story is we could use it for pain. Somebody has chronic hip pain. They could get a a neck nest and try it to see if it resolved their pain issues. And I'm thinking, what about our teenagers who are so wrought with anxiety? Could we get them sleeping properly and restoring their nervous systems at night? And now we've got a more well-balanced kid during the day. The, The application of something as simple as a pillow is, is incredible. And I know you probably think like this, but like, is, am I thinking this through properly? Look at you. I see Mindy. I see you having a revelation. (laughs) I am. I'm having an awful moment. I'm just going to let this sink in. (laughs) Amen, sister. That's all I can say to you. Absolutely. It's, it's why I am so passionate. Listen, the, the, the Lord, he has, he has, he, brings out paths for you and lays things in front of you. And I never thought I would be in the sleep industry, but it's, 
it's it's what I've been called to do. It's yep. it's I zigzagged into it because of my underlying knowledge on the structure, and then being able to figure out what we can do to fix it, and the 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 the, the, the way that I can help this unit or the, help humanity is to be a loud voice to teach people to change their sleeping position. Yeah. You know what? I, I equate it to fasting. The thing I love about the fasting world is that you're tapping into an intelligence that will self-repair. And when you take food out of the equation, the body goes into this just accelerated healing state. If you're eating crappy food all day and you start fasting, now you're creating some healing. Same thing with that pillow. If you are sitting at a computer all day, if you're inundated with stress, physical, emotional, chemical stress, and you go into bed with a pillow like the neck nest and you're rebalancing your nervous system, to me, that's the only way we're going to be able to overcome the damages that the modern world is, is giving us because there's too many damages. There's, there's too much crappy food. There's too many stressors for our teenagers. There's too many opportunities for text next to appear for us because we're on. So you have to have something to counterbalance all of that. What better way, what better biohack to improve your energy by 30% than to do it while you're sleeping? Right. Right. To simply do it while you're sleeping. But if it's if, if it's if it sounds it sounds so easy. Then everybody would do it. Right. We Good would question. have no neck yep. returns at all. Right. But I'm going to tell you, it is not easy because when I mean, we have sold thousands and thousands and thousands of neck all across the world. And the number one complaint is. I can't do it. And I, you can do it, right? Mm, you can okay. do it. You're just not giving yourself enough time. And, and we've created also the, this, this sleep thing called the 30-day uh, sleep quest, where I teach you how to do it over 30 days. Little lifestyle changes like sleep elevated, put something over your forehead. When you use covers, like you're not supposed to be covered from head to toe. You don't want to have your hands and your feet underneath the covers at all times. You don't want to play tug of war with your spouse all night long. Right. So you should have your own blanket. You can, snuggle, you can snuggle cuddle, you know, at the beginning of the night, Mindy, but when it is time to go <laughs> to sleep, you give me my space, snuggle cuddle, right? <laughs> Because what if your snuggle cuddler, right, was just ate late or maybe had a glass of wine, they're going to burn up and be a furnace. And in order for you to get to sleep, your body core temperature needs to drop two degrees. And if you're right. sleeping next to a furnace, and, and, and I mean, I could see if you were in the wilderness, Mindy, and you, and you wanted to snuggle to stay warm. But no, I love you, but let's, right. this is my space. So you want to have your hands and your feet out of the covers. You want to be really protective of your body core temperature. Your core temperature needs to drop quickly. Your heart rate needs to drop. These are all things. It's like, how do I have to know all of this stuff? You don't. All you right. need to do is don't eat so late. Make sure you're in a cool environment. Use your own covers feel protected. There are ways and techniques that I teach people how to get this done right. 
That's beautiful. Beautiful. So, okay. Tell us about the neck nest. Cause I just want to make sure that we put a good shout out for your product. Cause it is ri- ridiculously unique. And I also like that it's soft. So I told you the first time I saw it, the first thing I thought is there's no way that's going to help. It's too soft. The second thing that I that I thought was it's so soft, it's going to break down so easily that I'm going to have to buy myself another one. So explain the mechanism behind this pillow because people listening, they didn't they are not seeing it. And I encourage you all will put a link to Peter's website so you can go check it out. I think it's actually necknest.com. It's super easy. It is super easy. Yeah, the neck nest, when you use one, it has two different phases. There's when I it comes. That. There's a when it comes, it comes a little stiffer, you know, the fill, it's a down fill, it's a down in duct that all the pokers and the pointers on in it so so the the fill is you know it's fluffed up when you first get it and i tell people kick it lie on it sit on it drive it in your car with the behind you you want to break the fill in then when the fill is broken in now it becomes soft and almost as like my my neck nest is flattening out I, it, it's, it's so soft. It just doesn't, it doesn't support my neck anymore. That is when the magic of the neckness happens. And I teach people it's three steps to using a neckness. Once it breaks in, you put it flat on the, on the bed, then you angle it up slightly. And then you put the neckness underneath your neck, like a nest. And for those of you that are watching it's step one, flat, step two, angle, mm. step three, back. And once you do that three-step approach to the neck nest, your neck is in a perfectly neutral position. And getting that right is a little difficult, but we we do a lot of uh, education on that and teach people to really understand that when you get a neck nest, the first four weeks of the break-in period, but the rest of the life of the neck nest, I've been using my neck nest, the same neck nest for four years, and it's uh, and it's 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 still, it's still the same one. It's probably like an old pair of shoes where it's like your favorite when you put it on now. That's amazing. And you've been so gracious. Thank you. You're going to give us my group 10% off. So you guys, if you want to try one out, we will leave a link. I think they just go to necknest.com. You you really, um, you know, you, you come up with the intention, the anchor of, all right, you know, I, this guy, he's a little weird. You know, he looks a little <laughs> weird. He, he's got a shock shirt on. That's a little weird. <laughs> But, we like you know, weird. What, he, what he's saying might make a little bit of sense. So, yeah. so it, it, you just start one to two hours a night on your back. Throw the neck nest on the floor when you're done with it. I don't care. Then go to your side. But just start using it like that and start getting used to it. And uh, you know, and next thing you know, you'll be a you'll be a, a lifelong back sleeper. Uh, we're gonna get all our resetters to use one and then check it with their HRV. So I'm actually really excited to take it over a big group of people and see if we start to see changes. Have you seen changes in deep sleep? Because that's what also a number I've been chasing. Yeah, so deep sleep, we're, we're actually in, so deep, the, what you find is people's deep sleep vary based on how active they are. So one night you might not need a lot of deep sleep. The next Mm. night you exercise, your body needs a lot of repair. My brain goes a million miles a minute. So I require a lot of REM sleep. I I require a lot of, uh, a lot of like, like, so deep sleep is, is repair at a deep core level. REM sleep is 
is, is trying to manage your hard drive and defrag your hard drive and, and put things into compartments and make something out of your life. So I require a lot more REM sleep than I do deep sleep. But when I exercise, I require more deep sleep. We're working on different supplementations and different techniques to be able to maximize both of them. But we're still in Love it. That, that stuff should be out in August or September. And uh, our, our tribe is trying some different things and uh, in monitoring it with their um, with their aura rings. That's beautiful. Well said. Okay, rapid. I want to respect your time. So I know you have another appointment after this. Rapid fire five questions for you. These are customized for you. I did, oh. I, st- I stalked you this morning. I love so. it. That's perfect. <laughs> okay, here's my first question. Go ahead. Why bees? What is it that you were going to save the bees, save the world? Yes. I had to, my beehive, just so interesting. Like I almost, I, I was almost late to this because my hive dequeened. So my queen must have went on a little flight and got eaten by a bird or something. Oh so, no. I, so I lifted up and my, there's no queen there. My hive was dying. So I had to go get a queen and I reintroduced it to my hive. We sell 60 pounds of honey, raw local honey every two weeks in my office. It helps my, my patients digestive tracts. It helps with energy, helps with brain focus. Like the Russians uh, used honey and they found that's the only food that increase your IQ uh, when they were doing the study so back cool. in the day. So cool. I love it. I knew you had a little, a little thing with that. Okay. What about the best book? that you have ever read that, or a book that influenced your life that you're like, everybody needs to read this book? I would say, you know, it's it's breaking the habit of being yourself, ah, right? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of times we ritualistically do the same things and it's so difficult because it's so ingrained to change and change takes work. Mm-hmm. And reading that book, it teaches you how to change. I love that book. Well said. Okay. If there was one person alive today that is inspiring to you that you could sit down and have a personal conversation with, who would it be? And what would you want to talk about? One person to have a conversation with. Well, <laughs> I, it, you know, this is not a, this is independent right now of any political stuff. Believe it or not, it would be Donald Trump. And let me tell you why, because there are a lot of people that hate me for saying that. He had been up against such adversity, right? And so many people are against him. I almost feel like I'm, you know, because I'm this this person that's coming out and I'm talking about things Mm -hmm. in a different perspective that is contra, that is so much different than what the normal you know, the, it, it's, I'm not in line with the normal thought process, right? And yeah. it's in it's in it. I'm thinking differently. So, how do you shut all of that stuff off and and focus on with the uh, you know what the purpose at hand is? Yeah, fascinating. So, do you have pillow haters? N- not pillow haters, but people that are so uh, ingrained in their way of thinking, yeah. and, and it's that research. Oh no, side sleeping's the best. You don't know what you're talking about. Look at this one. And I'm, I'm like, well, what are your variables? What do you look, what research mm-hmm. are you accepting? And what are the variables of that research that you're accepting? So, so because I'm coming at it from a very structural point of view and looking at it as, as spinal biomechanics, people can't see that. 
because I'm coming from a, a chiropractic mindset, which isn't uh, really adopted in the current paradigm. I really think, uh, well said, because I really think that if we stop, if every human took a step back and looked at the poor health of the world, I think we would all agree to some level, we need to do something different. <laughs> like what we've been doing has not gotten us to a place of superior health, especially here in America. So I love what you just said. I call it nuanced, where we're willing to look beyond the headline and go deeper into the nuance of something to think for ourselves. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I love that. I don't want you to have any pillow haters. No, no, okay. that's right. Uh, last two questions. If you, had a, if you could have a conversation with your 20-year-old self, what would you tell him? Your, your limitations are in your own mind. Mm, well said. Well said. Okay. Last question. If you had a message for the world that you could get into everybody's mind, what would that message be? Be the change you want to see in this world. Don't let anybody influence you. Um, you know, if you want to, if you want to see something and you want to see change, you're not happy with what's going on around you lead by example, regardless of the, uh, you know, the, 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 the riffs or, or that you think it would create, be the change you want to see. Hey, Resetters, I just want to start off by saying thank you so much for all your wonderful reviews and those of you that have left me comments on iTunes. I just greatly appreciate your thoughtfulness and how much you guys are enjoying these episodes. And it, and it seems like you're enjoying them as much as I am enjoying doing them. One of the things that I've learned in just interacting with so many people is that we've really lost the art of deep conversation. And for me, the Resetter Podcast stands for having meaningful conversations with people who are thinking about health, about life, about mindset in a way that we may not be getting on social media or in mainstream media. And so I just want to say, give you guys a shout out and just say thank you for participating in this process with me. Because as much as I absolutely love delivering the information to you, I love even more knowing that it's impacting your life. So please let us know if there's anything we can do to make this podcast more customized to you, to make it better. We are now officially in season two, and we are working to bring you the best conversations that health influencers have, that mindset changers can give, and to really deliver you something that you're not able to get anywhere else. So from the bottom of my heart, as I always say in my YouTube, from the bottom of my heart, I am deeply appreciative of you. I am deeply grateful to be on this journey with you and let's get healthy together.